about we uh, we get into the show? Are you uh, you ready? <sighs> yeah, just just give me just give me one all second. Right. All right, all right. I got it. Mm, I got it. Okay. Yeah. Gotta get your voice ready. I gotta get my voice ready. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> Hello. Welcome to Side Character Quest. My name is Amber. And as always, with us today, your host, the host hey, with the most. Oh. Damn it, Ty. <laughs> Uh, that's right. This is me, Ty. Uh, do you want to record that again, or do you just want me to like? Uh, we can just forge you know, ahead. This is the show. This could be the show. This is the show now. Uh, we can't have nice things. Mm-hmm. I should have. I should have uh, realized that you were going for some. Uh, some. What's the word? Um, dramatic pauses. Uh, but instead, I just charged right through that and destroyed. It's okay. All sense you know, you're of... an excited person. You get mm-hmm. excited. You mm-hmm. jump at it. Like yeah. a dog in front of a, a car. Yeah, but uh, the listeners um, know who I am. Uh, this is, you know, we've I've been with them for several episodes at this point. They don't know who you are, Amber. Uh, let's, you know, we're gonna let's do a little bit of intro for you before we get into the actual um, show. Uh, how long have you been? Like, what, what's your sort of background with RPGs, role-playing games? So I've sort of been playing uh, D&D on and off for maybe about four or five years now. I have never actually finished a campaign. Um, that's just the way. Unfortunately. But that's sort of my only experience with tabletop games. I did at one point um, play another one. I can't remember the name at the time. But I didn't really have as much fun with that one because me and the DM just couldn't really like mesh up i really Mm. wanted to play sort of a a ninja guy and i had this sort of like background character arc that i was totally interested in playing that the dm was not interested in exploring Mm. so gotcha yeah well um actually you are the person that introduced me to the idea of like one-on-one dungeons and dragons and sort of showed me that that was a thing that could work uh because you were you were thinking about starting up a session and you called me one day and you're like, hey, I'd like to um, start up this campaign. I was wondering if we could do some like background with your character. And so I like that didn't end up going anywhere. But but we did like a one on one play session, which was excellent. And I was like, oh, hey, this could work. Uh, or or did it go somewhere, Ty? Maybe oh, maybe I'm still working on it. Oh, are you still working on it? Because I would be so excited. I actually, I actually oh. am. Yeah, no, it's just. um I realized that if I wanted to give my players the the experience that I really felt they deserved, my world needed to be more fleshed out uh, than it than it was. So, oh. oh, you mean you aren't just like figuring things out play session to play session? That's so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Who does oh, that? Uh, I don't know. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um so uh speaking of like games and and campaigns and figuring things out. Um normally we've been on side character quest, we've been doing uh D&D. This week though, we're going to be doing um a different game system called Monster of the Week. Um it's a little bit different uh than Dungeons and Dragons. Um basically uh the the main thing is um how the mechanics work is that uh, the player, when they want to do something, they roll two dice, uh, two d6s, um, six-sided dice, and 
if they get uh, a low score, then they something bad happens. If they get a really high score, then something good happens. And if they get somewhere in between, then something good and something bad happens. Other than that, it's it's pretty similar to Dungeons and Dragons in that, you know, you have stats, you have a few special moves. And uh, as the name would imply, Monster of the Week, um, there is a monster and you have to defeat said monster. So uh, spoilers, this this little side quest is going to be about uh, um, Amber's character defeating a monster. I'm pretty excited for this, to be honest. Uh, first time I heard about uh, Monster of the Week, shout out to the McElroy brothers. Uh, yeah, I, I was actually really interested. Yeah, the Adventures on such a great podcast, by the way. Thank you for for um, for, you know, getting me into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, so I've actually in preparation for this game, like neither Amber or I have ever played Monster of the Week. Hopefully we can stumble our way through it. Um, but I've been listening to the Adventure Zone and I've also been listening to a different podcast called Very Random Encounters. They have a, a short three episode arc that's in um, that's in Monster of the Week. And I use those as sort of like a, a sort of test to sort of get myself into the mindset so what kind of monster am I fighting, Ty? Uh, you're going to fight um, a big old, a big old spider and it's going to be real mean and stuff. No, um, <laughs> no, uh, we are not going to jump in that. Uh, obviously, we're going to do a little bit of a short little um, episode to sort of establish your character. And then we'll get into the monster stuff uh, later. Um, oh man, I was trying to trick you so I could get no. clues early, but no, no, no. I mean, quick on your feet. Up, mm-hmm, I'm too too smart for you. Um, too fast. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, how do you feel about uh, just diving in uh, now that we are? I don't know, like ten minutes in, five minutes into this, and uh, and getting this uh, thing going. Uh, sure. How deep is the pool? Um, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I said diving know. in. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. Oh. Listen, I, I can dish out the puns. I cannot take the puns. So, uh, let's, let's, uh, we're going to do a little fade out. And then when it comes back, we're going to be in the game. Peaceful. Your mind is empty. You're falling. <laughs> it's cold. It's wet. And no oh, hell, it's loud. Ah! Time seems to slow for you. Ah! What do you do? Ah! Hello? And. Hello? You get pull, uh, you you continue falling, and you get hit uh, by some rocks, ah! and you keep on going. Okay, I cover my head. Cover your head. All right. And tuck. Um, yeah. Roll me. Uh. Uh. What's what's? Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Uh. Quick pause while I look up what the things are called. Well, as you protect your head, um, give me a act under pressure. Does my character have any? Any pluses? Any pluses to yeah. Uh, yes, I. So I actually wrote this out. Um, you have a plus one to cool. 
which is uh, what you use for Act Under Pressure. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I'm just making sure. Plus one, the cool. All right. Just so the the listener knows, um, basically anything from a seven to nine is a like okay success, and anything over a ten is like yeah, you did it. Anything less than a uh, than a seven, and I have to do something bad to you. Oh, Ty, I don't I don't want that to happen. But luckily for me, I rolled a seven plus one modifier equals an eight, baby. Okay, so you uh, protect your head. You are not going to have the worst thing happen to you. Um, <laughs> uh, so you um, are falling through this water. Uh, it's so loud. And you open your eyes briefly uh, and see that you are like 50 feet up and then slam into some rocks uh, beneath you and pass out. You are going through the water. Um, you... Uh, your mind clears for a moment. You are awake and you see a arm reach into the water for you. I instantly shuffle away from it. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, you. <laughs> um, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, you uh, take take uh, take three harm. You pass out again what yeah oh all right all right well let me let me mark that down i am yeah i am not okay (laughs) um so uh once again telling people how things work um once you take uh four or more harm you are unstable and that basically means like you are things are you're going to start feeling worse and worse until you die um essentially uh, so three is like the most you can get without getting help. You would have taken uh, four instantly if you had done badly at the beginning. Oh, man. Yeah. So you pass out again um, in this water. Am I face down in this water at all? Can I can I get a better understanding of this of the scene that I'm in? It's uh, black. You can't see. You can't hear. You are unconscious. And after an, a, t- a period of time, you don't know how long it's been. You stir you feel some warmth you feel some pain and you're you're still like kind of sodden but uh you can hear the crackling of a fire uh what do you do what so i open my eyes and don't move my body okay and i try to get a chance to survey the room Okay, uh, you look around um, and you see that it is uh, late evening. Um, You are near a river. Uh, You see um, a young woman, uh, probably in her early 20s, uh, wearing um, sort of makeshift uh, leather armor. Uh, You see that she has um, a uh, staff by her side and she has a fire burning um, and a trout uh, roasting over the fire. Um, you also Do see. Do I remember who I am? You do not know who you are, and that's a weird realization. You don't know where you are. You don't know why you are. Okay. And you see. You also see a uh, 
another figure um, wearing a large hat. Um, you can't see their face uh, underneath the shadow of the hat. This is pretty dark out. Uh, he, that figure is um, sitting, uh, sitting on a log um, sort of across from the, uh, the person, the woman. I'm feeling around with my fingers for anything that will make me like I'm looking to grab something that, mm-hmm. that will make me feel secure, make me feel stronger. Okay. Um, you are trying to get an idea, you know, trying to find something to make you feel secure. You realize that your arms are bound and they are, they're tied up behind you. Uh, however, you also realize that you are propped up in a somewhat comfortable position. Um, and, uh, you don't seem to have, um, you don't, you don't, you're not wearing a pack. You're, you don't, notice like uh you don't you're not wearing like a sidearm or anything like that um you're just wearing some clothes uh i run huh run okay i ran i just ran i booked you pop up uh and you start uh running and when you start running um (laughs) the person wearing the hat uh looks at you and uh smile and you can see them smiling under their uh their hood or their their brim and you can see the uh the woman uh just sort of look at you with surprise um i am literally eyes straight forward not looking at anything i am running you book it uh okay what okay so you are next to um a river and you have a forest um past a small field ahead of you uh i was not expecting you to do this um okay uh what do you do you go towards the forest like through the field uh so so before we you know like talk about the running real quick so when i first surveyed the scene in front of me was what behind me was what and to my left and right was what uh, so in front of you was you were sort of propped up um, facing this fire uh, and there was a, a woman sort of to the right of you sitting around the fire. And then there was a, a figure um, with a big hat uh, standing to the or sitting on a log to your uh, left ish far to the left. There's the river far to the right. There's a field with a forest behind it. And like in front of you and behind you is just more of this sort of coast area i book it straight i like like i'm guessing you said i'm propped up against something so i got up and i ran around the thing that i was propped up and then away okay so you're you're not running towards the forest you're just running like downriver. yeah the first thing that i wanted to do was put something between me and whomever these crazy people are who've bound me and run <laughs> okay uh so you pop up and uh the dude uh not the dude the um figure uh smiles at you and then the uh woman looks up with surprise and says hey what where are you going <laughs> um can and, i can uh, i speak just, you can speak if you want yeah okay so i i try to not speak to them i'm trying to whisper like hi hi my name is um oh crap okay uh don't know who i am uh i am where i don't know Okay, uh, crap, run, just run, 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 run. You hear a voice in your head say, uh, your name is Silas. Wait, actually, let me take that again. Your name is Silas. Run, uh, uh, 
Well, run, 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 run. Okay, my name's Silas. Silas. Silas, run. Run, just run, Silas. You are running down the river. You are running. You see, um, you still see this field to your, now it's to your left and the river. To- Can I roll for how good I'm running? Because uh, I'm getting the feeling that I am like abnormally running. I I am not going to make you roll. You are you are booking it. You are setting some like serious distance between these two people uh, and you. There's a small um small set of like uh trees um that are sort of more towards the coast, and you push past those, giving that uh making a separation between you and uh this fire. And as you get to the other side, um you see a figure with a large brimmed hat. Uh, standing on the other side and smiling and they say hello silas so my heart is beating yes really fast but something it becomes quite clear that this failed so i kind of just stand there silently you get to the other side of these trees and uh, stop with a sphere in front of you and this figure says silas uh why are you trying to get away I just stare. I'm not sure if I can trust them yet, so I don't want them to know if I can speak. Silas, it was our bargain that I help you solve your fate. And <laughs> I can't just let you leave. I've got to I've got to fulfill my part of the bargain. Silas Silas ever so slightly squints her eye because she she knows that she knows that there's something more to learn and she's definitely intrigued, but she does not want to give up like the fact that she does not know anything. She feels like there's some type of power in in withholding mm-hmm. some security and in, in appearing like she could do anything at any moment. But internally, she is still just like trying to gather information. Um, you hear, uh, some running behind you and like pushing through the, the trees and stuff as you're standing there and trying to figure this out. Um, the young woman, uh, bursts out of the, the trees that you had passed through and almost collides with you. Um, because just because she is going full bore and, and doesn't realize that you're just like standing on the other side. Uh, she crashes into you. Uh, roll or not. I don't know if you're going to make me roll, but I feel like. I feel like Silas would like. Okay, so this is for the listener. Uh, Ty and I both took martial arts, so (laughs) together. I feel like Silas would have like probably like stepped forward in in like Tenkond or something. Like, I'm not sure if it would have like stopped the person from running into them, but Silas would have probably like casually made a step to get out of the way. Okay, so you casually. Mm, I'm just going to let you do that because I like that scene. Um, so you casually uh, step out of the way and and she ends up like stumbling. So she sees you and you realize that she's like coming up behind you and you just turn and she trips over you as you're like moving out of the way and uh, she collapses onto the ground. And um, she's like uh, she looks up at you and says, geez, our, listen, we're uh, OK. I understand you're scared and stuff but like and she she's just at a loss for words right now uh and she's food what food uh and at that she she smiles and uh she's like she points back at the fire and she's like 
listen, I, I, I've got some food um, at the fire. We've got some trouts uh, burning, um, both burning now. Um, come on, come on back. We'll, we'll have a nice talk. We'll chat. I'll get you some, get you some fish uh, and we'll get your belly full and, and then we'll figure out what to do from there. All right. Silas, Silas doesn't agree to go. Uh-huh. Silas just sticks her wrist out like take off take off these these she doesn't say it but she's just like showing them that like hey my hands are bound i have problems with this um so she uh this person stands up and looks at uh looks at your your wrists and looks at looks at your face again and then says um oh geez you've got some crazy eyes uh and then she uh takes out a uh, knife and if you let her, she goes to cut off your binds. I do. Okay. She does that. Listen, I, I'm sorry. I know this looks bad, but like I, I found you. Silas turns around and walks straight back towards the camp. You, uh, she, she jogs to catch up with you. And, uh, and she's, she's like, listen, I'm, I'm real. So- oh, uh, she, she does not know what to say at this point. Um, she walks with you back to the camp. Um, and sits down and offers you uh, offers you one of the trouts that she had um, cooking over the fire. Do I remember the name of the figure who appeared in front of me? You do not. You do not recognize that figure at all. I am doing everything in my power to try to figure out if I can even bluff this person's name. Okay. Um, so you, uh, while you're walking back, uh, you. Um, or trying to figure out this person's name, and you look behind you, um, and you see that the figure is not following you guys. Uh, they are gone. Mm. I'm still following her to the to the thing. You know, like I sit down. She offers me the food. I start eating it gingerly. Okay. Because I, I noticed I was hungry. It is pretty good. It's a good trout. Please internally. Mm-hmm. So uh, so she she's sitting with you, and she's like, "Listen, I'm." I'm real sorry. I, I hope you understand. Like I found you, Roddy and I found you and we knew that there was like something wrong. We're pretty sure you weren't with the climbers, but you understand we, we've got to be careful around these parts. He, he went back to, to try to get a stretcher because we didn't know if, you know, if you were going to wake up, uh, he should be back tomorrow morning. Um, I, I hope you don't listen. I'm real sorry about tying you up. How come you don't know I'm with the climbers? Uh, she she looks at you and she's like, uh, you can see a little bit of fear in her eye. Not blinking, not blinking. She she uh, gets a little she grips her staff a little bit tighter um, and is like, well, um, I, honestly, I mean, it's it, you you're just not dress like them. Uh, you don't look like you're from around here is the thing. I don't know where I'm from. Uh, that's. Silas is totally testing right now, trying to see how she reacts. That's um, strange, strange, I I guess. Uh, Well, I mean, uh, she she sort of like scratches her head uh, a little bit. Um, uh, Did did you maybe did you hit your head or something? I mean, you're in the I don't know how long you're in the water. I don't know. Let's see. uh, Do you know where you're from? I'm from. uh, Yeah, I'm from uh, South Bend. Hmm. South Bend. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you, maybe, I think I might be from South Bend. 
<laughs> she uh she laughs and she's like I I don't I think I would know if you were from South Bend. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh I, I it's not exactly the biggest place. What's South Bend like? Uh it's I mean it's a pretty it's just like a farming town. Uh you know, you know, not blinking. It doesn't seem like much of the much of the you don't seem like much of a farmer. Listen, um she uh she looks at um, some cuts that are on, cuts and bruises that are uh, visible on your your face, uh, and she's like, "Do you listen? Do you mind if I, I? I could I could fix you up a little bit. Do you do you mind if I if I help you out? Like, get do a little bit of quid pro quo. I, I heal you a little bit, and you uh, maybe maybe that'll help you remember what's going on." Silas's face turns real sour. Like, do not touch me. <laughs> like, uh, that is not something like, but do you she, say, do you say don't touch me? No, no. Okay. Just the face is like when she was like, you know, I could, I could, I could heal you up like this. It was very clear that the idea of having her touch her was like not okay. But Silas sort of checks into like how she's feeling. Mm-hmm. And she she remembers that she she's feeling a lot of pain right now. Um, mm-hmm. Does she remember getting hit? You, uh, Silas? Yeah. Yes. yes. You remember um, you remember falling. You remember water everywhere. You remember just this pounding sound and you remember slamming against rocks and then like almost drowning in this river. Uh, and as you're Silas thinking about takes it, a breath. Oh, go ahead. As you're thinking about it, you realize that the. Uh, the arm that you saw, um, their the garb uh, looked very similar to the the shadowed figure with the hat that you saw earlier. The arm that you rejected. Silas says, "I tell you what, you fix this arm, and any other wounds I might have, I won't kill you." Uh, <laughs> she um. Do manipulate person I, because like I think that you, what you're trying to do right now is to not just you're trying to establish a dynamic here. You're not just trying to get her to um, to heal you. You're trying to get her to fear you. Uh, and I, I, I feel like uh, I feel like that's going to be manipulate person. So that's um, that's charm, it's which you have charm. minus one. Um, Ugh. Uh, All right. Yeah, go for it. So that would be a a three and a five minus one modifier, which is a seven. Okay. Um. So this is going to be a partial success. So you are going to accomplish one of the things that you were trying to do, um, which was uh, trying to heal her or trying to get her to heal you, and also trying to sort of uh, intimidate her into submission. Um. So what she's going to do instead, uh, she sort of looks at you and says. You're just you're just scared and confused, aren't you? And uh, she is very clearly not intimidated. And she is like she says, um, listen, um, what, tell me your name and I'll heal you. I don't know my name, but I think it's Silas. My name is Clara. And uh, she sticks out a hand to shake. Silas sticks out a the limpest hand. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
Clara uh, reaches out and grabs your hand and um, and shakes. And uh, then she there was no participation in that. Mm -hmm. Um, Then she uh, places um, her left hand over her eyes with a fist um, and her right hand. She places um, in front of in in front of your uh, screwed up arm from when you fell um, with her palm open uh, and her fingers spread. And she says, from my light to yours. And you see a glow it happen in front of her hand and uh, remove uh, one harm. Okay, done. I get, I get the feeling that, I, I get the feeling that like, even though I got healed, something about that didn't feel good. Interesting. Okay. Um, do you, do you say anything to her? No, just... I feel maybe a little bit queasy. Gotcha. <laughs> um, as this happens, you keep eating your trout and the night goes on. Um, do you she just sort of lets you guys sit in uh, in the quiet for a while? Do you do you ask her anything? Do you get up and look around? What, what do you do as I'm eating the trout and as the fire is sort of crackling in the distance? I wait for a moment when I think she she's like a sort of lulled into this sense where she doesn't think I'm really going to participate in any type of conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's when I ask my question and I, I say, what were you doing out here all by yourself? Um, she looks at you and she says, well, I mean, I, I wasn't all, all by myself. Uh, I was out here with uh, with Roddy. This is not a, a safe place to be. You know, spending your time. Uh, we were scouting for the wall climbers. We we think that they've been uh, they've been um, what's the word? We think that they've set up a camp somewhere around the around the uh, eastern wall out here. So we uh, we've been trying to figure out where they're they're laying low. The wall? Yeah, the wall. What wall? She looks at you like you are crazy. Uh, the the wall. You, you know. The wall? Like, what, what do you mean? Yeah, of course. I was, I was just testing you. She, uh, she looks at you. She's like, you, you really don't remember anything, do you? Look, man, get out of my head, okay? I don't know you like that. <laughs> uh, um, um, she, she's like, yeah, so, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, Roddy and I were, were checking out and we uh, we saw you wash up on shore and uh, well, you looked really banged up. So um, he went he uh, rode off um, to try to get a stretcher because we, we thought you might not wake up and we needed to take you back um, somewhere that way they could, uh, they could take care of you. Um, and at, at this point, you notice that she has a, uh, a horse tied up where you've you've noticed through the time this time being that um, she has a horse tied up off to the side. How do I feel right now, Ty? Um, as far as like physically, like how how fit you feel? No, just sort of like about about the like this overall situation. Um, it like based off of like I'm assuming because like you have some type of understanding of what my character might have known before this. Yes. Am I? Am I suspicious? Cause I feel real suspicious. You, you have never like the the way this person is dressed looks kind of weird to you. Like you don't 
feel like you've seen somebody wearing clothes like this before. Um, and, and there's nothing, nothing especially strange about their clothes, like ostentatious or whatever. It's just that, you know, it feels, feels weird to you. Um, like, like if you saw somebody that was wearing uh, pants that were slightly shorter than normal or something like that, um, slightly different cut than you're used to. You legitimately don't know like what wall this person was talking about. Uh, the place around you feels like greener and more verdant than than feels normal. It's just that this whole area does not feel familiar to you at all. Uh, and like she mentioned wall climbers and like you don't know what those are. Now I have two more questions for you. Yes. One. Do I feel guilty? Yes, you feel you feel like there is something that you need to do that you have forgotten, something that you are supposed to be working on. And you feel like if you don't do it, then something bad will happen. But you don't know what it is. Gotcha. So I follow that feeling in my thoughts while we're sitting here. And I'm like, I I very explicitly ask myself this question in my head. I, I say, what am I doing here? Do you really not know? And okay. you look to your left and there is a figure with a large brimmed hat uh, looking towards you and smiling. I look back at uh, what was her name? Uh, the figure that, that you were talking the person or the figure? The person. Uh, Clara. I look back at Clara like wide eyed. Uh-huh. And then I look at the like the at the person with the brim hat uh-huh. and I'm trying to see if Clara notices this person. She is sort of like eyeing you like like hmm, I wonder this is a this is a weird person like waiting for you to have more questions or anything. Um, and she does not seem to rec- notice this person sitting to your side. So in my head, I go. She can't see you, huh? Uh, the person smiles uh broader uh and even though you aren't like looking directly at them you feel you just you just know that they're smiling she she most certainly cannot all right the inspector you got three seconds to tell me what the hell is going on that wasn't part of our bargain the the specter smiles and disappears verbally she says this verbally he's like god damn it <laughs> um Clara uh like eyes get wide and says what 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 what's wrong I told you to get out of my head <laughs> um well you said that out loud I'm sorry I don't know what I can do about it this is not a conversation for you oh okay um she uh when's, she- when's your friend coming back what are we doing out here? You said there are wall climbers and walls and it's nighttime and it's getting dangerous. Can, can we go? Can we leave? Listen, we, we already scouted this area. We know that they're not out right over here. We'll go in the morning when, when Roddy gets back. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll listen. Where, where do you want to go when we're done? When, when this, when this all happens tomorrow, do you want to go back to South Bend? Do you want, what, what do you want to do? Look, okay, look, I, I'm being honest. I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on. You were right earlier. I don't remember anything. And excuse me, but I'm a little freaked out by the fact that what is what is what does she look like? Uh, Clara. Yeah. Um, she is uh, 
like I said before, she is like early 20s. Um, she is she looks um, not intimidating um, there. Uh, she's wearing like sort of makeshift leather armor. She's kind of tall um, in a a like sort of awkward way. When she smiles, it's sort of like a, a not a conniving look, if that makes sense. She doesn't look guarded. Listen, look, I'm just a little freaked out. I'm just a little freaked out sitting here next to a fire, next to a Fifi Dobson looking motherfucker, not really <laughs> understanding what's going on. You can understand why I have some weird feelings about what's happening right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from. Listen, we just we just wanted to make sure that you were all right. Roddy and I were we're just trying to do our best to to keep people safe. And when we saw you on the on the shore, we were we didn't want you to get you know, we didn't know who you were, but we wanted to make sure you you got made it through the night. You know, so it, once once Roddy comes back in the morning, we'll take you wherever you want to go. But trust me when I say this this isn't the sort of place that you just want to walk around with some sort of head injury or something by yourself in the woods. I have a head injury. My head's messed up. I, I assume. I mean, you don't remember. Do anything. I have a wound? Uh, she, she's Stop looks, stammering. She looks at you. <laughs> uh, she looks at you and is like, no, no, I don't, I don't see one. Uh, but like, you know, you just, I assume, well, with your, your, your not knowing anything. So like like she is like Silas is is definitely flustered, right? Gotcha. Like frustrated, probably more than flustered. Uh, I'm getting the feeling that Silas does not understand who this specter is, but mm-hmm. has some type of feeling that they're supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. But the nature of that relationship freaks her the fuck out, especially the fact that Claire can't see it. Clara. Clara, sorry, Clara, can't see. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's totally reasonable. We're gonna take a quick break and then be back in a moment. keep talking for a little bit um through the night uh you don't really go super in depth um but eventually uh she goes to sleep and uh you go to rest um what do you what do you do after she falls asleep do you wait uh for uh roddy to show up in the morning or or what so i i get the feeling that um this character doesn't sleep Mm -hmm. like, like humans would. Yeah. Um, and, and so, but I don't think, I don't think Silas remembers this. Okay. So I think Silas like sees, um, was it sees Clara, you know, lay down Mm -hmm. and try to tuck her out, go to sleep. And Silas tries to do the same, uh, but in a seated up position, Mm -hmm. um, facing Clara and Silas closes their eyes and after a while kind of realizes that nothing's <laughs> happening from it and just opens their eyes again and uh, kind of just sits there 
trying to remember what's going on, but after a while, sort of like goes into, I guess, a night dream because it's not mm-hmm. a daydream. Um, <laughs> and just kind of relaxes there. And then the sun kind of comes up in like no time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, so eventually uh, in the morning, um, do you do you go with them uh, when they when Roddy shows up and and head back to town, uh, or do you go off on your own? As soon as uh, Roddy shows up, Silas kind of cozies up a little bit more to Clara. Okay. Not like you know touchy, but you know it's it's obvious to Clara that Silas is more comfortable with her than she is with. Uh, whoever this new person is. Gotcha. And yeah, I think, I think that's just going to kind of be a, a constant thing about this character that it's like, don't know you don't like you. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, they take you back to, uh, to South Bend, um, where there's lots of activity there. It, things seem like really rough and hectic there. Um, and eventually, uh, they say that, you know, they're, uh, a, group comes through that's um heading towards some of the larger cities to the north and uh they say that you know if you want to stay safe you should probably um head that way um so uh clara uh sends you on your way and says um it's like listen crazy guys i i hope we see each other again in the future but but just try to stay safe all right yeah whatever uh, and she sends you on your way um, with uh, with some halflings that are heading off north. Um, totally sad, by the way. Like <laughs> Silas is is sad and scared, but does not know how to how to talk about it. Okay. Over the next couple of years, you do not remember anything, um, um, anything more about your past. Um, you occasionally see this uh, this figure with the wide-brimmed hat um, smiling at you, but you don't get any more any you don't get much more deep communication with that person. Um, they just sort of show up in the corner of your eye sometimes. You you travel around a bit. I think Silas like has gotten into the habit of like just talking mm-hmm. to the brim hat character. Gotcha. Knowing that they won't say anything back, but just like commenting in, in their head to them. Over the, the next couple of years, um, you get to, you start to know some things about this place, this place that seems very unfamiliar and strange to you. The world is surrounded by this massive, massive wall um, that there's, it's just there. It's always been there. Uh, there um, was this group uh, of of raiders that uh, were a really big problem when you first showed up, but eventually they got um, defeated and uh, stopped causing problems. Um, and in the last few months, um, there have been a series of uh, of earthquakes. Never really big, but you know, just they happen. Um, and that's that's uh, just sort of been happening recently. That's where we're going to be starting um, in our next uh, next episode as you uh, approach a town. So tell me, what have you been trying to do over the last couple of years? I think another thing to say, uh, when I play D&D, um, I like to make it well known, well known that my characters have picked up habits. 
Okay. Um, sort of thematic things. Um, thematic things. Uh, that and this is a sort of me like trying to throw a bone towards the DM. Like, okay, these are things you can use however you want. Um, but I think that Silas has become a little bit interested in these earthquakes. Gotcha. Um, sort of like, uh, and and I think that partially motivates um, the the travel. Um, when I say partially motivates, it's like that that's the excuse that she says to everyone. It's like, oh, these earthquakes are happening. You know, I just kind of going around like trying to look at the land, see, see what's going on, see if we can maybe find out why I'm just sort of studying the land, trying to figure out what's happened with you guys since the last earthquake. What were you doing when the first one happened? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Just so you know, those have only been going on for like a few months. Gotcha. Those have been a very recent thing during this time. You know, you've you've been living your life um, and I'm going to say that you have collected uh, a magical item at some point. I'm going to real quick uh, generate a few options and I'm going to tell you what those options are. You can choose one of them and then you have to tell me how you got it. Uh, we're not going to describe all of them on the actual podcast, um, so we're only going to describe the ones that you actually like consider using. So I think this character, when looking at the four item choices that you've given me, I think Something that, that would probably go best with the, the character is probably the soul binding. Okay. I'm really interested in the, um, was it in the last item? The feral glove? Yeah, the feral glove. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but to be honest, I don't, I don't really see my character. Yeah, no, I think I'm going to go with the soul binding because I just think they're generally antisocial. Okay. Um, well, actually, you know what? You know what, Ty? Yep. Let's uh, let's D for it. Oh, OK. Let's so, leave it up to a roll. So we're going to say um, the Orb of Excelsior. Is that what, what it was called? Yeah. Uh, orb of Excelsior is one. Uh, then the the Soul Binding is two. Storm Petrol Candle is three. And the uh, the Feral Glove is four. Um, do you want to completely uh, knock out Storm Petrol Candle? Because you said you didn't uh, want to expendable. Yeah, but, you know, like, I, I appreciate the fact that there is randoms because, you know, like, it can't all be nice, right? Like, maybe yeah. I got items that I feel are shit and maybe I'm going to sell them later. I don't yeah, know. I gotcha. All right, let's roll this up. God damn it. What Did you get the three? <laughs> yeah. All right. You got yourself a storm petrol candle. Um, so okay. uh so for the listeners sake um a storm petrol candle uh when lit provides flight um and light for up to 30 minutes uh you can light it and then you can snuff it out but after 30 minutes it's used up completely um while you're using it uh unless you have some weird way to keep it going um it takes up one of your hands um and it looks like a uh, bird with a wick shoved down its throat this is so shitty. This is the worst. This is I'm never going to use this item. This is so bad. <laughs> um, um, and uh, now um, tell me how you got this item. I don't know. I think like. There was a moment where Silas was feeling generous um, and and gave some of their money and food to a a homeless child okay um and in in return the child gave them this this thing 
Um, this screwed up candle. Yeah, nothing like they didn't speak to each other, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like this, it was just sort of like a trade of kindness. And sorry, let's just kind of put it, put it in, in, in their backpack and their stuff. And was like, okay. Um, cool. Uh, now I'm also going to say, um, so this Silas's character, um, since it's from monster of the week, it's not following a traditional, uh, class in the D and D sense. Um, I think if anything, it would be like sort of a, a warlock ish in D and D, but in, um, monster of the week, you are the spooky and, uh, the spooky gets, um, among other things, it gets, uh, two normal weapons. Now, of the options, you could have a big knife, which you do have, a 38 revolver, a 9mm handgun, a hunting rifle, or a shotgun. Obviously, those last four don't really apply in D&D. So I'm going to say that you also, if you choose, could have picked up like any sort of D&D weapon, um, any sort of medieval weapon over the last couple of years. Uh, do you want one? Yes, and this is why having the soul binding would have been good because I would have just thrown and recalled a staff. Mm. That would have been amazing, but I'm still stuck with this stupid dove do, burning do you want dove the, candle. Do you want the staff? Yeah, no, I'm definitely taking the staff. I'm going to say then, unless you have a problem with this, I'm going to say that when you leave South Bend, um, you are very like you're looking, uh, you know, you getting into the, the cart and with the halflings. And as you get climb in, um, you see a uh, pack of food um, next to Clara's uh, staff that have been left in the cart for you. All right. So like it, like we're, if we're like retro, was it like retro, like Silas notices this gets instantly like frizzled, like what? And then it's like looking around to see if it, but then realizes that they're probably too far away from Clara to like do anything about it. Mm -hmm. And like doesn't touch the stuff, mm -hmm. but like guards it. If that means if that means it's just like, mm. OK, as as she tries to figure out a way to like get it back to Clara. I think I think she has the impression in her mind that she's going to get this stuff back to Clara at some point. Gotcha. OK, cool. Um. It's weird. I think Clara, like, like, I was very strict about, like, the character's pronouns matching mine. Mm -hmm. But I kind of feel like maybe Silas is not they. I think Silas is probably she. Okay. So, yeah. So, you, uh, I, I think this is where we're going to end things for today. Um, and next week, so this has been uh, sort of an introduction to Silas and to Monster of the Week and to Amber. Um, and next week, we're going to actually get into the uh, the monster part of Monster of the Week. Boy, cannot wait. Yeah, I hope uh, I hope everybody's have had fun. Um, I look forward to like hearing what people are. You know, I, I hope that everybody's excited to try out Monster of the Week as I am. See you guys in a couple weeks. Uh, the next episode. Bye. <laughs>
or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. there'll be like a little music playing and then bloopers. And I'm looking at my waveform right now to make sure that it's not crazy. It's crazy. Crazy. 10 motherfucker. 10. Yes. (laughs) 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 Testosterone. Testosterone. And okay. Hormone. How have you not seen this movie yet? I, oh. I have seen the movie on Fox when I was like 12 or something. That's fair. I, w- I spent all of yesterday getting having people tell me, how have you not seen this movie? <laughs> so don't bring this shit to me. Um, all right. So uh, quick, quick question. Um, check to make sure you're recording real quick. I, I do this. I get paranoid. You are recording. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm recording. Okay, you asshole. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Gotta keep you on your toes. What's that patch about? Patch? Sorry? That patch on your arm. That symbol. Um, So she uh, looks at her um at her arm and there is a a symbol of a uh oh man are you going for (sighs) okay wait pause pause yes 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 pause what's going on uh what what didn't you say that she has a symbol on her i did not oh wait so you said when she was like healing me or like no you, you said earlier there was like a moment where uh, I was looking her up and down and there was like something on her that matches matched the match something on the other guy. No, 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 no. Uh, the oh. arm that was reaching into the water was the arm of the other figure. Oh, OK. OK, right. I didn't hear that correctly. Sorry, sorry, reset. sorry. Reset. <laughs> reset. OK, you ask. Uh, so go back to you asking a question. We 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 believe that they've been uh they've been. Ah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Bre- <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break. We're it's kind of like a, a break. break. Um. I don't like internally. I don't feel like this character sleeps. I but, like the idea that Silas does not sleep as like a sign that there is something more to them that separates them from normal humans. Okay. All right. So, so then maybe, maybe I'll, sort I'll of just like roll with how, that. how elves like meditate for four hours a night. Like you just sort of go into a, a you have to rest, but you don't have to sleep. Yes. Yeah. So I think then, uh, okay. All right. So then I, I know what I'm going to say. Um, so uh, one of the options is soul binding. 
Um, it's a wrap that you can wrap around the hilt of a weapon and uh, it takes you like 10 minutes to bind it and then you have an hour, it takes you an hour to attune to it. Um, once you are like, once you are attuned to it, you can resummon something to your hand um, that has the soul, bind, the soul binding on. Uh, the feral glove, um, where as an action, you can uh, pet a creature and that creature becomes um, dire. Uh, which means that they become stronger and they also uh, f- fall under your sway. 